Scholars, bringing you another banger. That's Alex Alonso and FG, a.k.a. Frank Thornton. Hey, man. They said I got a little too upset on the last episode, man. <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah, I got a few calls on it, but at the same time, man, it was just, hey, that's passion, homie. Yeah, man, I don't think I've ever even gotten um, that upset well, on, you, on the internet, like, in the public way before. I mean, you know, at the same time, though, man, when somebody puts something out there that's not true, you're going to respond that way. You know, just that's just my opinion, you know. I'm like that, too, man. Don't accuse me of certain stuff. You know what I mean? You know. Yeah, and um, if you guys are new to Streets and Scholars, go check out the last episode. Uh, I got accused. I don't know why I got accused of having fake paperwork by Vlad TV, <laughs> even though the paperwork was already out there by other platforms. In fact, the, the paperwork isn't even on no, none of my platforms at all. Um, so I don't know why, you know, I got accused of fake paperwork. But you know what? I, I want to give a, a timeline to this whole story because I don't think people really understand how this story evolved on the Internet because it was actually occurring before you came on the scene because um, a lot of people don't know about the Boss Mac podcast that you were on mm -hmm. just last week. Mm -hmm. About a year and a half ago, uh, I believe it might have been in 2021, they had a guest from Campanella Park, Piru. Mm -hmm. His name was Kenzo. No doubt. And some people might know about Kenzo because I interviewed Kenzo a couple years ago. Uh, me and Kenzo's, um, our lives actually... Uh, have come ha have collided because uh, we had a mutual friend that goes back I don't know 15 20 years we both knew the same person oh okay um and it, it was just it's bizarre how me and Kenzo's uh life kind of um overlaps mm -hmm. but um he did an interview on the boss Mac podcast mm -hmm. and I believe the boss Mac podcast is the first place on the internet to ever talk about mob James being a, a rat snitch and informant right because Kenzo knows. Kenzo knows, yeah, 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 no doubt, no doubt, no <laughs> and doubt. And somehow it came up on, on that show. If mm. um, People can go back. In fact, I will have a link to the, to the show notes of this episode to that actual podcast episode where Kenzo talks about it. So that's, um, that's like a year and a half ago, almost two. I believe it was 2021 or 2020. Mm -hmm. But then there's a conversation on Bomb First between WAC 100 and Mob James about a year and a half ago. Right, right. Same topic. Same topic, yeah. So this has been on the internet long before you and I did the interview. Ah, uh, no doubt, no doubt. It was going around and like I say, we we didn't even have no um we didn't even know each other. Correct. So they it was already out there. It's just I believe after the interview came it put some authenticity to it. So <laughs> maybe that's why they think that's the first time they heard this. But it's been out. And even and there was even a big clubhouse conversation on it. If I remember correctly, it was a guy named uh, Reek, um, CEO Reek mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from Trolls Nation Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. They had a whole topic on this, and uh, you you got you had to get pulled into the room because there were some people up there fabricating. Yeah, they was fabricating. <laughs> he was doing a pretty good job, though. You know, had he been uh, you know stammering and stumbling over his words, you know, I wouldn't. Uh, pay no attention to it but he really sound like he kind of knew what he was talking about but he was f fabricating the whole thing you know so yeah um i don't know i, I got a little uh i got a little uh, i don't know emotional or like what was the word you used uh passionate yeah yeah no yeah. doubt you know but at the same time like i say you were accused you know what i mean and and and, and you have to stand on your name you got to stand for something man. and your name is one of them you you must go hard for don't let nobody slander your name or bring any you know falsifications to your name especially if it's not true yeah um 
Yeah, that's the only reason why I got upset about it, because people are just lying and fabricating about my role in it. And all I did was the interview. No doubt. But at the same time, you know, like you say, it's always these conspiracy theories, you know, in everything, you know what I mean? So, you know, people are trying to, you know, put some things together and make it make sense. And to some people it might do. But, you know, like I say, man, all you did was the interview. And also, I like to mention that um, not only did Kenzo speak on this, Kenzo did a nice chunk of time in the feds, too. Uh, he got popped in 2007 on a BMF Compton Campanella Park indictment, and uh, he probably did about the same amount of time that you did. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Kenzo fell on that case, man, and, you know, had to go walk that walk. So, you know, he feel the same way about I do when it comes to these dudes, these street dudes, you know what I mean, you know, reporting crimes. Definitely. So, um, yeah, go check out that last episode, man. I'm going to try to do my best not to talk about this <laughs> this uh, subject anymore. But, hey, if it comes up, it comes up and I'm going to go in on it. You no know? doubt. No doubt. Um, you know what? You was right about Mozzie, man. You said something about, you know, he, he got arrested probably on state charges. They probably picked him up on Fed charges. Check this out. I did a little digging mm -hmm. and he got arrested in Culver City, as we mentioned last week on the gun case and the city attorney declined to um what is it declined to file enforce it yeah or file charges against yeah. them so they turned it over it says here the district attorney's office rejected the rapper's case and referred it to the local u.s attorney's office yeah. which are the feds yeah, that's how they do it and uh, it said the u.s marshals picked him up at an unrelated court appearance in vegas mm. And then um, arrested him there and charged him for the gun case in Culver City. Mm. That's kind of messed up. If if this if L.A. County said, eh, we don't, we're not interested in it. Are you interested in the U.S. Attorney's Office? Yeah, 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 we're interested in that. What's that all about? Hey, man, that's how they do it, and it, and it, and it only happens for specific people, <laughs> you know. And I, because I've seen it happen, you know. And um, if your name is rumbling, rumbling around on them feds' desk anywhere, you know the. Uh, state attorney would be like, nah, I'm good. Refer to the feds, and they'll definitely pick it up. And it's messed up how they pick and choose who they're going to do that to, though. Yeah, because um, he would have, um, I mean, he was really out on that case. He was really out on that case, and it went to, actually, remember we talked about it was a $35,000 bail when he got arrested in the Culver City. Mm -hmm. It turned into a $1 million bail when he got arrested by the feds. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he bonded out, which is, uh, that's a little nothing for him. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he has probably yeah. something worth that, yeah. Um, so that was interesting that he got picked up by the feds after the L.A. County declined to prosecute it. So I'm looking at this case a little bit more shady now. Well, it all depends. I mean, like I said, I've seen it done numerous times. So it's not so shady to me, you know, because I've seen it happen, you know. And, and two dudes, two dudes with the same backgrounds. One get popped, they refer it to the feds, the other one go to the state. You know what I mean? So I don't know how they pick and choose on who they want to send over there. And that's the one thing I've always said that I don't ever want to get caught with a with a firearm because I really believe that they're going to, you know, refer it over to the, you know, the, the feds. And, you know, you got to go answer them feds again. Well, one of the reasons why I look at this a little shady, because the more I read about this, I see that they're, they're more critical of everything. They even... They even judged Mozzie for being positive for marijuana, which is something that like everybody smoke. I don't want to say everybody, right, but right, right. a whole lot of people smoke it. It's legal in most places, but the prosecutors made a big deal that he tested positive for marijuana while on pretrial released, 
and he asked the judge to impose drug counseling for Mozzie because he was he had weed in the system. Yeah, no doubt. But see, the <laughs> one thing about it is they don't want you to be under um, the influence when you on this pretrial or even when you get caught with a firearm. You know, they try to make a big deal out of it because they feel you high. You don't know how to handle the firearm. Yeah. And I've seen them try that tactic before, but that's crazy. Yeah, I could understand that. Uh, Mozzie's lawyer tried to bring up uh, his his past growing up in the projects, coming up in poverty, um, not having a stable family. You know, all the things that a lot of people go through and the judge said uh, none of that. None of that gives him an excuse to to carry a gun. I don't care about none of that. Stuff. None of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, they gave him they gave him the year and the day, I guess. And um, he almost would have beat the case if it wasn't for the L.A. County District Attorney's Office turning it over to the U.S. Attorney's. Because, look, if the District Attorney's Office doesn't turn it over to the U.S. Attorney's, if they just do a normal D.A. reject, the U.S. Attorney's Office knows nothing about it. No, no doubt. No yeah. doubt about it at all. You know, so they had to put that call in. <laughs> but, you know. But why why put that call in? Well, his Mozzie, he's a gangster rapper. You know what I mean? He talk about bodies. And, you know, he raps about street things that we like to hear, you know, as far as rapping is concerned. They may view that in a negative light, though. They may uh, take it as this kind of music fuel gang violence, you know. So let's go get this dude and show him that... Uh, you know, we got something for him. Not to mention, I mean, he just really may have beat that that case in the state. Even if they wouldn't have uh, gave him a DA reject, he he probably could have beat that case. But like, as you said last week, if he would have went to the states, he probably got would have got a little bit more than a year. Well, he should have because somebody DM'd me and said they was in. Um, I didn't think Mozzie had been to the pen before. Somebody DM'd me and said they was in Quentin with Mozzie. You know, they I don't they didn't say what the case what he was there for. They say they ran into Mozzie and Quentin. So that's a that's a penitent you know, that's a pen. So obviously he has some sort of record, but at the same time, um, yeah, I don't know why they did that. Cause I know he should have got you know what I mean, it seemed like you know, you usually go with two, three and five on them gun cases and in the state if you get found guilty on them. So I don't know what the what the what their logic was on that. Yeah, you know, I was actually going to bring that up because we did. You actually said that Mozzie hadn't been to prison in episode twenty-five. I did say that, and yeah, I, yeah. I did a little digging, and I did find out he did a, a couple of years back in the day. So that's from episode uh, twenty-five. Right. And actually, what I did say is I was unsure. Yeah, but I didn't think he had, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. So that's um. So so that actually brings up another question: the ex felon with a gun, federal case, only one year in prison. Yeah, it does bring up a question, you know, and uh, like I say, you know, I believe he had that simple possession, um, but it's still an ex-con with a firearm. I don't know how the feds work on the ex-con with the firearm. I know how the state work. Like I say, two, three, and five. That's pretty much what you, you know, you're looking at. Um, Federal-wise, I don't know um, what the guidelines are on a simple possession with a prior. It seemed like that prior would have put some weight on the case and made you get more time you know yeah that's what i was thinking that yeah. he would have got more time but uh it wasn't there was no other crime associated with him having the gun so i'm just guessing it was a simple possession you know i'm not i hope there's no other funny business going on with this case i'm just thinking that simple possession he had weed that's not a big deal um you were cooperative you came to all your court appearances uh, the DA in L.A. rejected the case. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Uh, we'll just give you the year. Well, that's the thing about it. One thing for, uh, for sure, two things for certain. 
If it's any other faulty business, the streets gonna find out. You know, somebody gonna dig up in there. You know, you mozzy people want to know. You know, the sentence don't sound normal. Uh, um, now everybody hasn't had simple gun possessions and went to the feds with them to, you know, I haven't had one, so I don't know the, you know, all the ramifications of the how they work it. But at the end of the day, man, you can't get around faultiness. I just don't believe he went that route because he know to get out. Yeah. You know, that's just me. Yeah. You know, and people call me biased and say, you know what I mean? You know, because I heard somebody come in on the comments and say, we don't want to hear nothing else about T.I. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? You know, but it was a little different with T.I., you know. Hey, T.I. and Mozzie got the same sentence, but T.I.'s gun case was over the top. Over the top, man. <laughs> he had multiple weapons, you know. Uh, you know, he had a lot of stuff on him, you know. So I did hear somebody come in and say that, but at the end of the day, this is the stuff that's going to make people go digging into that case to see exactly what, you know, what went on. Yeah, most definitely, man. Um, so, yeah, that was a fact check from uh, episode 22. Mozzie has been to the penitentiary before. And um, in terms of Boss Mac being the first platform to talk about Mob James as a rat, that's a fact check from episode 26. I have a link to that episode with Big Kenzo from Campanella. And... Um, any any last thoughts on Mozzie before we move on to uh, our first topic? No, uh, you say you up in Atwater, right? Yeah, he in Atwater. Yeah, so you know, hey man, you walk your walk, man, and you know you be home soon. And I believe we we said most likely the camp, not the USP. Um, you know, being that he been to the pen before, I'm having second thoughts. Okay. You know what I mean? You know, uh, those points go up. Yeah, huh? those points go up. You know that do mean something. So. Yeah. You know, uh, like I say, though, he still could be over there at the camp with that kind of time, you know. And um, it's been a minute since I believe he's been, been to the pen, so I don't know how they played that one out. Yeah, I think Mozzie is like one of the only rappers that I really think as a gangster rapper comes closer to that lifestyle than any other rapper. Me too. That's why I'm <laughs> definitely giving it. Like I say, I know I'm sounding biased. Yeah. But at the same time, man, you know, uh, for me knowing and the homies messing with me personally up there in Oak Park and, you know, things of that nature, man, you know, he definitely know the rules. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, man, I I mean, any, it, it, hey, it can happen. But I'm, I I would put my money that, you know what I mean, he, he kept a tight ship, you know what I mean, and kept it solid. But in this world, we didn't already realize that it can happen. I noticed that it takes it's it's harder for rappers who actually really live that life to blow up the the more popular mainstream rappers that rap that life mm -hmm. necessarily didn't live that life no doubt but when mozzie came through man i remember he came through man and he came and, and he was really on just strictly hood shit. he probably never thought that he would get this big yeah you know what i mean and and, and he kept it true to what he believed in kept it true to his real gangster rap you know um and 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 he got successful. Got enough money to be able to move his family out the hood, take care of his, you know, his family. I I, I, I um, you know, I commend that all day long. Yeah, I also put uh Trey D in that category too. And if I'm missing some other rappers, uh, forgive me. I can't think of any, but Trey D definitely li lived the lifestyle that he rapped. No, no doubt, no yeah. doubt. You know, I was actually super proud of Trey D. Yeah. You know what I mean? The last time I ran into Trey D, I was with um. We was at a, they had a, a big big concert out in Irvine somewhere. I was uh, with Tony Lane and we was on stage with Quick and I ran into Trey D and uh you know me and Trey D had the same lawyer, Frank DiGiacomo. Is that right? Yeah. So you know <laughs> me and Trey D, you know had a he matter of fact he got his time right when I got mine. So Frank was picking him back and forth on you know on our stuff. So he you was fighting your Fed case when he was He's fighting, fighting his state, state case. case. Yeah. Okay. You know, same the, time. Same time. Yeah. In 04, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. And so um. 
But then I ran into Trey D at the at the concert, you know, and Trey D definitely, homie, was I was proud of him because I didn't think he was gonna be able to pull that off rapping, because you know he was real street dude, you know what I mean? So I was proud of him, man. That and they had some hits, man. You know, yeah, East Siders, they East had Siders. some hits, yeah, definitely. So yeah, um, I'm not sure. If the, I'm sure there's probably some more rappers that have uh, lived that lifestyle that oh, I'm, no, I'm no, not no, thinking. No. Yeah, it's, it, don't don't let us uh, start thinking because it's, it's a lot of them yeah. out there. Actually, we just you know what I mean. I just don't want to uh, miss any. I'm sure people are gonna hit me up and be like, "What about this exactly, person?" Exactly, exactly. That's <laughs> why I definitely... said I'm not going to even attempt to think of because I know it's really some real ones out there. But uh, Mozzie, Mozzie, and Trey D definitely come. Um, you know are easy ones to put in that category. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll do an episode on that. But um, hey, I wanted to talk about this, um, the uh, Atlanta, LA, um, L- not LAPD, uh, APD, pull over these two people in the park. Looked like a couple, a guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. And they were there, I guess they violated a uh, city ordinance of being in the park after hours. Yeah. And then um, they wanted them to sign a ticket to pay for a fine the guy signed it the girl didn't and it escalated into a huge thing did you see that video you know what see the first time i saw it i saw a partial video yeah i only saw what she was saying um um i'll sign it i'll sign it and he was grabbing her and all that type of stuff and i was like man this is wrong (laughs) then i seen the whole video yeah you know because i was led to believe that just from the first video i saw that he wouldn't give up his badge number and all the information that she was asking for Come to find out when I saw the full video, he had gave her his badge number a couple times, told her his name, all that stuff. You know what I mean? So to me, you know, this was one of the times, man, dude cooperating and what he was doing and she played tough and it was time to be tough. She didn't want to be tough no more, but it was too late by then. Yeah, there's an interesting, um, the, the Atlanta Police Department released the body cam footage of it. And I guess they released it because they know that once they release the body cam, it's going to make the cops look good and, right, and right, make this girl oh, no doubt. look, um, I don't know, I guess she was very uncooperative. But let me play, it. the whole video clip is about 38 minutes, but let me play a couple of minutes for, for the people who don't know. Let's see if I can cue this up. So she just gave the cop... Uh, her ID and he's about to run it. I'm gonna play this. Uh, it says here um, they have clipped a portion of this video where the police returns to his car with her ID. Alright, sir, like I explained to you, uh, can't be in the park at night. Ever discuss receiving a simple ticket stating that uh, he was in the park at night. Alright, sign right on the what am I signing over? Is it, is it a charge or anything? Or it's just a ticket. Oh, and I have to sign it? I like it. You cannot sign it, go to jail. It's this one here. This one here, for sure. Come over here for me, ma'am. Can you come here, ma'am? 
All right, so you're gonna receive a ticket for being in the park after hours. All right, you're gonna sign right on the hands. But because we're out, did you say we're out of time, so we wouldn't have known that? Yeah, but that's that's not a valid reason why. You should be in the park because you're from out of time. And what's your bathroom? Seven four five two. What's your name? Officer Brooks. What's your first name? I'm not, I'm not going to give you my first name. Okay, and I don't have to sign this, right? You do have to sign it. No, I don't. Okay, okay right, what you said, no, I don't. You're going to be physically taken to jail. Gotcha. So you're refusing to sign? What's your name? Officer Brooks, 7452. At this point, she's trying to type his information in her What's cell phone. I gave it to you two times, man. Okay, I'm asking again. And I'm not giving it to you. Okay. Are you going to sign it? No, because I want your badge number. That's right. You want to put your hands behind your back for me? No, she got... Hey, listen, my man. She says she's not signing. Oh, she... Put your hands behind your back. Sir, Ma'am. you're hurting me. Okay. I'm asking you to put your hands behind your back. Uh, sir. Put your hands behind your back. Sir. Put your hand behind your back. Come on. I need you to back up. I'm just saying. Like, I need you to back up. You don't need to touch her like that. She's not putting her hand behind her back. I'm asking. I'm asking I'm a question. Asking for, okay. I'm, I'm just, all I'm doing Put is asking. Put your hands behind push. your back. Put your hands behind Mr. your back. You're under arrest. Put your hands behind your back. I okay. you to sign so a ticket. You told me you're not signing. Sir. She starts, to, um, she starts to act crazy after this mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. And in my experience, once the police officer says you are arrested and you're going to jail, there is nothing to reverse that process. Right. It is a wrap. You're going to jail. It's not like she can convince him to change his mind at right, that point. Right. And it seems like the, uh, the, you know, the video goes on and she's basically saying, okay, I'll sign, I'll sign, I'll sign. But at that point, it's too late. No doubt. And it's going to sound fucked up. But at the same time, Alex, you know, people don't realize how many people done got shot. Because when the per officers say, put your hands behind your back, you're going to jail. What are you fighting with the cop for? That's that's for I've seen this too many times where the homies want to act crazy and 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 the dude you going to jail, homie? You, you are you scared to go? Are you you? But she made this bed for herself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and the whole part about it is now you want to talk about you hurting me, you doing this, and dude just say, oh, if you put your hands behind your back, you know I'm gonna do this pretty much. You know what I mean? You know he he seemed like a stand up dude as far as the procedures he was going by. On the flip side, though, bro, why is you giving them a ticket, homie, for being in the park? What happened to a warning, man? What happened to, hey, man, look, y'all ain't supposed to be up here. Y'all going to get on. You know what I mean? Unless something was said slick when he uh, first approached him. But at the same time, dude, why you writing a ticket for a motherfucker being in the park, man, at the hours? Give him a warning. Tell him don't do it no more. Tell him bounce. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it did seem like a minor violation uh, that didn't warrant it a ticket. Uh, usually cops just roll through shine their lights and say hey get out of here yeah you know yeah. roll out it's, the park's closed but they decided to uh give them a ticket for whatever reason maybe the city's low on money maybe this is a uh, you know this is a, a revenue generator for them they gotta meet a certain quota i don't know but at the end of the day I, I don't think the cops were out of line i don't think they were disrespectful i think they were doing their job as best as they could and i think he conducted himself as a professional no, nah, no doubt he did, but it just made me mad when, you know, because she could have got herself hurt. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, you falling all on the ground, you know, you're doing all this. Ma'am, you're still going to jail, <laughs> you know. And uh, and uh, and it was a ticket for being in the park after hours. It didn't say lewd act on it. It didn't say none of that. It said a ticket for being in the park after hours. You know, take that ticket, go pay the fine. Probably don't even have to show up for court. 
and, and let that be. Now you got a whole situation. Your knee probably hurt. Your blood pressure probably then went up. And now you're in a jail cell, you know. Yeah. And, with a bail. and usually, and this is a good advice for young folks. Once that police officer says you're under arrest, you're going to jail, there's really nothing you can say to reverse that. Even if you're right and they're wrong, you know, just go to the jail. If if you're right and they're wrong, they'll probably release you right after they uh, right, book right, you. Right, you know? right, right, right. Um, so it's really there's no reason to resist at that point. There was a part in the video if you watch the whole thing, and I'm sure most people didn't watch the whole thirty some minutes. The cop pulls out his taser mm -hmm. because he cannot get her her oh, other her. arm around to handcuff okay. her. She's got it underneath, yeah. and she is you know holding on to dear life with that other arm so she doesn't get it cuffed. And he's like, all right, I'm pulling out my taser. You're about to get tased. Um, you know, and, and anything after that could happen. He could, he could pull out his gun and, and end up start shooting. I mean, no doubt. That's why I say sometimes, you know, people make this, the, the situation worse. But I also believe that some people who are regular citizens don't understand, you know what I mean? Just, just don't, because I see it so much. I'm starting to think that they just don't understand. Even with guys and dude, we like put your hands behind your back and they don't want to put their hands behind the back. Now they wrestling with the cop. Now you're on the ground with a knee in your back. You know, when you could, you're going to jail anyway. You know what I mean? So, you know, I I, I do question that sometimes, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, eventually they got her. Um, they got her into custody. They got her cuffed. I think another cop had to come. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, what do you think about? how difficult it was for a man that was bigger than her and stronger than her to get her into custody. Like he could not do it. He couldn't get that other arm around. Well, see, this is the thing about, it. that's why I say he, he played it smart. He could have got that other arm around. Yeah. It just, he would have had to do some things that, and now that could have warranted, he didn't have to do that from the public's eye. But in, in reality, no, this is what I had to do to get this other arm around, you know, because if she was a, a suspect in, uh, uh, a serious case he would have got that other armor but it would have also warranted okay this was a murder suspect this was attempted murder suspect you know it would have been justified easy you know what i mean but just being that it was a ticket for him to use that kind of force it wouldn't have it wouldn't have seemed right so he was trying to you know um be delicate as he can and this wasn't a serious situation i mean it was a ticket for being in the park after hours and here's another thing that people don't think about you know from the police officer's perspective he also has another guy that's not in custody that's with her that you don't know what he's going to do. No doubt. So he's in the back of his mind. He's like, I got this other motherfucker over yeah, here. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to take her into custody. Right. I got this guy in my ear. And from his perspective, he doesn't know what's going to happen. No doubt. I mean, he out there on the job. You know, he out there, you know, you don't know what's like you say, you trying to turn your back to do this, but you got to stay back. You know, like he telling him to do get back, man, do get back, you know, and, 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 um, but it seemed like the dude would have been telling this girl, baby, just put your arms around Yeah, you. you know what I mean? Just stop stop fighting the dude, you know? That's and a great point, actually, because not once, if I remember correctly, I'll, I'll, I'll fact check myself on this next week, but not once does he say, hey, I, baby, relax. Just, just, I didn't hear him say that. Just go to jail. Just, just exactly. long, we, you know, I'll be right resisting. down there to get yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be out in 12 hours. Less, yeah. than, less than that, but, you know, you can get out technically in 12. Yeah, because now you have a resisting offense. Now you have a resisting offense. You yeah. know what I mean? If people don't think how they rack up the charges, you know, or if you let something slip out your mouth, now you got a terrorist threat. That bill, that, that bill high as a mug. Yeah, I think bro should have been um, telling his girl, 
if that was his girl. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know if it was girl. We don't even know what they was doing in the park late at night, posted up in the car, but he should have been giving her some better advice. He should have told her just sign the shit. Hey man, just sign the shit. It's a ticket, man. You yeah. know what I mean? But like you say, if it was some sneaky link shit and she didn't want to be linked to the park, you know, at that time of night, you know what I mean? Was she supposed to have been somewhere else? You know, that's maybe why she was really trying to get out. You never know, you know what I mean? But now you all on the news, you know, whatever was going on, you worldwide now, you you know. So you saying maybe that's um, somebody's wife and Man, she wasn't supposed she, to be yeah, there. She ain't trying to, had no links to the, this, this situation. And she's about to have a ticket mail to the house, being Man, at the park late exactly, at night. Exactly, exactly. Who the fuck you was in the park with? You know what I mean? But she done made it worse now. Oh, shit. She, it's, it's over. You know, it's over now. Shit. Yeah. So, um... Any any last thoughts on that, man? I got one more topic I want to talk to you about before we wrap this up. But um, any I can't even find this girl's name because I, I definitely like putting their um, people's names out there. Yeah. That talking about now, nah, I, I usually be like, you know, cops is uh, you know, super aggressive. They be on some bullshit. Like I say, only thing I feel that damn a ticket up for being in the park. Like I say, I don't know all the circumstances of that, but once they was gonna get the ticket, man, I'm signing the ticket and going about your business. Hey, I like the fact that Atlanta has a lot of black cops. No, I do too. You know what I mean? And, you know, um, sometimes they, you know, they understand us. You know what I mean? So, you know, sometimes it's easy them for, for them to police the community because they understand the situation. They don't take everything as, as serious. You know, they understand, get it. But at the same time, they still got a job to do. But it's just on, on this one, man, you know, uh, I don't ride with the, the cops like that. But on this one, I don't believe he was fouled on that. No, nah, the officer's name is Bill Brooks, and he's a six-year veteran. He got hired in 2016. So, you know, he, he's been around for a minute. He knows how to do his job, uh, at, you know, six years in. And, um, yeah, I can't, I can't pull up this girl. Oh, is this her name right here? No, the, the, the brother's name is LaMarcus Griffin. Mm -hmm. No. No, 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 not, no, my bad. That's a, that's a whole other Something story. Else. Well, for people who don't know, Alex, because some people really don't know that you can be arrested for not signing a ticket. Definitely. A ticket is not admission of guilt. It's admission that, you know, we're going to go through this process to find out if you're guilty. And um, some people just, no, I'm not signing it based on because they could, it, the situation could not be true. And it's hard to sign, find a, a, a sign a ticket when, you know, I didn't commit that offense in my mind, you know. But uh, you can't be taken into custody if you don't sign the ticket for people that don't know. Yeah, the, the signing the ticket just means you, you agree to show to, show up to court right. on whatever date that you got to go to court on. It doesn't admit guilt. So, you know, there's no way out of signing that ticket. There's no way. So I don't even know. Obviously, this girl has not really had a lot of experience dealing with the police getting tickets, going to jail. I guess it was all new to her and she didn't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. So, All right. Um, I wanted to talk to you about this other topic, man. The um, This is a tragic situation where this brother was dating this white girl. I guess she was a social media influencer. She was real famous on OnlyFans mm -hmm. and they had a tumultuous relationship. They uh, had footage of them fighting in an elevator which happened not too long ago, but recently they got into it. I think it was in April earlier this year, and she ended up stabbing him in the shoulder. Right. And bro died from, a, I don't know if he got stabbed in the back of the shoulder or the front of the shoulder, but usually shoulder injuries don't lead to death. But um, I guess she hit a, a vital um, vein or artery, and bro died, and they just charged her with, um, 
second degree murder i think they hit her with no doubt um you're talking about courtney clinney is her name courtney clinney and she uh you know is the only fans model she did other things too but at the same time the thing i had a problem with about this situation alex was um she called the police the police came she's covered in blood they take her down to the station take a statement 48 hours she out of there you know now what she told them you know i don't know but damn 48 hours you know what i mean and it was apparent that you stabbed this guy you know and i i, I hate to always look at things or or, or believe things are black and white mm -hmm. you know but i'm just thinking if that if it was a black woman and it was a white boy would she would have been out in 48 hours you know no i don't think there's no way that would have happened you know and like i say i don't always like to put it in that context but they let her go they end up but uh, uh, changing it to a, believing it was a homicide still didn't go pick her up you know and then recently when picked her up you know and uh, i just thought that was strange man. well i do think that uh the idea of white privilege does come into play here you know i know that that term is thrown around a lot in, in a lot of different situations uh, sometimes correctly sometimes incorrectly but there's no way that she should have been released 48 hours later when it turns out that she clearly is the aggressor she clearly attacked this man she has a, a history and perhaps maybe the police at the time then didn't have the footage from that elevator that right, shows right, how aggressive right. she is but um she's clearly um i guess an unstable type of girlfriend that likes to fight and argue and she took it all she took it to the highest level no doubt and she used to punching on him because if you ever get the visit they get ever get to uh, check out the video clip of them in the elevator she's punching on him then and he turns his back on her you know so i'm wondering if when the, they stabbed her she stabbed him did he do that similar move turn his back on her you know what i mean and she hit him with the knife but um it was definitely a tragic situation man the, the crazy part about it is the police was called out to the apartments on april 1st april 3rd this man was was dead so they had a clear history of uh domestic violence going on in their relationship yeah i wonder if they also looked at it as oh the boyfriend's black therefore he must have been the aggressor you know just automatically no but let me tell you this when they showed up for the domestic violence on april 1st no one went to jail most of the time somebody's going to jail you know what i mean so maybe she said that he did something but she didn't have no marks or anything like that so they didn't have enough to take him you know because usually you going to jail somebody going to jail and he was a big dude compared to her so he could have easily just choked her out slapped her up so apparently with her not having any marks on the first he wasn't doing that you know and uh sure enough come around on the third you know she stabs this man what do you think about the footage in the elevator because um, it could be looked at two ways um he's definitely a non-aggressive type of guy mm -hmm. because she hit him even in the face in the head multiple times and nothing pissed him off to the point where he got aggressive he just kept on like pushing her holding her pushing her holding her right where and you know most people i know my situation <laughs> shit wouldn't win like that yeah. you know what i mean you would know don't put your hands on yeah you know what i mean and i like i said i'm not i don't believe in you know hitting women or nothing like that but at the same time you're gonna don't put your hands on me. you put your hands on me i'm going to respond i'm going to react you're going to know not to do it again and um you know as, as, as it may sound that's just how it really is don't put your hands on me and a whole lot of people i know they're not gonna just take no abuse from anybody you know that's just how it is you know but it was clear she was used to punching on him
And the, and the problem is, say if they would have got this video and even even in the video, if this was him hitting her in the video, say if he didn't die, right? Somehow they got this video of him hitting her the exact way she was hitting him. They would go arrest him. You know what I mean? Now, I know they probably got this video later, but at the same time, had they didn't, they still wouldn't have went and arrested her, you know, and that's where the bullshit come in at. That's what I be talking about, <laughs> yeah. you know. So you, you can't have it both ways, man, you know. Well, here, here's a tough question. This is a tough question. Um, I don't even know if I could answer this question, but is there ever a time where a woman deserves to get hit by a man? Oh, no doubt. You know what I mean? Oh, you didn't waste and, any time. No, because because I could imagine somebody spitting on me. Yeah. I could imagine a woman spitting on me, you know what I mean? And I'm not going to be able to hold that reaction, you know? And um, and I'll stand there and wait for the police to come. Yeah. But you're not going to spit on me. You're not going to hit me, period. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. Say if, you know, I got a, I'm trying to break up another domestic dispute and, and the woman swing on me when I'm trying to break it up. That's, that's a little something different. You know what I mean? But but uh but just genuinely just walking up to me or we being in a relationship and you come up and fire on me and I'm gonna that's not gonna happen. Keep your hands to yourself and we'll all be well. But I don't believe that men should be hitting I don't believe women should be hitting me and I don't believe men should be hitting women. This ain't the fifties where it was acceptable and you know, you didn't go to jail for it now. Look, man, you gotta hit a female, man. It's it's time to walk away. It's time to leave that alone, you know, and some women like that though. They don't believe you love them unless you tugging on them, slapping on them, choking them a little bit. They like some of that aggressive shit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's it's it's, it's a double edged sword, man, because it could turn around and bite you, and you'll be in a lot of trouble, man. You know, you know, hitting these women. I think um, the late great Nina Simone gave an interview once where she talked about her husband used to beat the shit out of her, and she said something to the lines. I'm I'm definitely not quoting her, but. She definitely says she found a little bit of pleasure in it. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, Ike, you know, opposably, uh, 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 suppose was uh, whooping Tina ass, you know, and back in them days, man, people turned a blind eye to it. I don't think Tina was enjoying it. I don't think Tina. No, I don't think Tina enjoyed it one bit, yeah. but I'm just saying, I'm talking about the difference in, in today's society. You know, a lot of people go back to them super, super old days, our great, great grandparents, you know, um, because of the situation, you know, it it, it was it, it wasn't um, like it is today. The laws weren't in place, you know. The knowledge wasn't in place, you know. And so nowadays, man, like I say, if you believe you're in a situation with a woman that you have to use physical violence, you should. I, I believe you shouldn't be in that relationship. Yeah. Okay. How about at the workplace? I don't know if you saw this video. It was at the airport. A black dude was working in the airlines. It was a white woman too. She mm. was all in his face, pointing, and then eventually she she hit him mm -hmm. and he took her down to the ground and the airlines uh, put him on temporary suspension for they said we do not tolerate any levels of violence at the workplace mm -hmm. but it, it looked like um you could say self-defense but then at the same time you're gonna some people will say well that was a woman though right right and, and, <laughs> but, and he might have put the extras on it but you know disrespect man is disrespect because i believe if he would have took his finger and pointed at her and pushed her nose or pushed her forehead they would have fired him. Yeah. You know, and they would have took it a lot more. I mean, still might have been arrested. That's still a, you know, a, a simple assault. That's how they would have looked at it. Now, if a female did that, it's, it's just messed up because they would have been like, oh, man, you know, she just, all she did was push your nose or push your forehead, you know, but it's on the other foot you going to jail. Nowadays, what I can say, though, is um, 
women are going to jail too nowadays. When they get called out for them domestic violence, if he got scratches on him too, <laughs> shit, you going too down. So it's not a one way street no more like he used to be, you know. Yeah, we talked about that um in that Indianapolis case, man, where the where the girlfriend ran her boyfriend over in the parking lot oh, outside man. the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, we got we got to bring uh the people an update on that one, but yes, yeah, so it looks like she's gonna be going to prison. But let me play a little clip from um from this case that we're talking about. The brother's name is Christian Obum Selly. I think he's an African dude. Mm -hmm. Let me see if this will let me cue this up. Has she been charged? Local ten Sinella's about. Here we go. Live with details on this, Sinella. The big question is here, was this done in self-defense? Miami police investigators say that this is an ongoing and very active investigation. Meantime, we spoke with a group of friends that knew this couple very well, and they detail a rocky relationship. It's just heartbreaking. Everyone is just so devastated. This trio was very close to 27-year-old Christian Obamselli and his girlfriend, who they've identified as 25-year-old Courtney Clenny, an OnlyFans model and Instagram influencer. So when police reported that Obamselli was fatally stabbed by Clanny on Sunday inside their Miami apartment, the friends were left speechless. They portray a very violent relationship at the hands of only one person. I've seen her hit him. I've never seen him hit her. Officers say there was tonight. There are many. Okay, they said we've seen her hit him, mm -hmm. but we never seen him hit her. And this was a friend of hers, or somebody. Is, she yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, if the prosecutors are going to prosecute this fairly, she should be going to prison. Man, she ain't finna do nothing, man. They finna give her a, a, a manslaughter with a two-year sentence, and um, I, I don't got it going. I, I don't got her chipping her off like that. Well, yeah, she's probably going to get the best um, attorney that money can buy in Miami. Um, they're going to fight for, like you said, a manslaughter. I think the state of Florida probably would like to get a second-degree murder. Uh, I think that if the state goes hard enough, they'll get that second degree. I mean, you know, but they should. I mean, yeah. you know, like I said, I don't know. I wasn't there. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, man, she murdered this dude, you know. Well, there's some great attorneys in and, Florida. And, and, and not to mention... I'm sure when they had her there that night, they examined her and didn't see any marks. If if they didn't see any marks, that says a lot. You know, how were you assaulted? If you you where where did he assault you? Did he grab your? We don't see no bruises, no marks. How are you assaulted? If that's the case, you I mean you know they they took all trust me they you know they did they due diligence on that part you know. Well, you know, it's a good chance that he got stabbed in his while he was sleeping, laying down. No, it's definitely a good chance. I mean, you know, I, I just that's the part I'm curious of. What was he doing when she stabbed him? You know, for some reason, that's just just, you know, um, a question that I would like to, you know, if I can get answered. You know, what was he actually doing? Well, I'm, I, I believe that uh, what she did was probably reaches the level of second degree murder, at least in California, that's second degree. I wouldn't call it a first degree, even though, you know, California prosecutors would will file that first oh, degree. File it quick. Yeah. But it, it has to be premeditated. That maybe wasn't premeditated. Well, we don't know, because let's say let's say they got evidence that they got into an argument at the club. Because he looked at a girl. Right, right. She's mad from the club, and now they're back at the apartment an hour later. Um, they can use the anger that was uh, that w w that started at the club to what happened in the apartment. You know, sometime later, hour, hour and a half later, 
and say this was premeditated. She was mad at him from the club. She was a jealous girlfriend um, and she had a pattern of abusing him anytime she thought he was doing something wrong. And on this night, ladies and gentlemen, she knew that if he did something wrong again, she was going to kill him. No, it's got to say sound great. <laughs> and they'll be like, damn, this bitch planned this shit she, all day. No doubt, you know, <laughs> but like you say, you got to they got to win over them jurors. Yeah. Man. But I don't know how Florida uh Florida law does it, but um she's lucky she ain't in California because they they would definitely file it as a first degree murder and you got to fight for that second yeah. degree. But I think they filed it as a second degree in Florida, so uh we'll see man yeah, we got to stay on top of that one. yeah we'll definitely stay on top of that what was her name again kate um courtney clinney courtney clinney courtney clinney um what do you think about interracial dating because sometimes i think that the the problems of not understanding each other's culture arise from interracial dating especially when this dude is african this girl's white american their, their worlds never really would come together and you know normally so they must have had a big uh, cultural gap between the two. Well, the thing about it is this. I'm going to be the first and foremost to say that um, I don't uh, frown upon when I see people doing it. You don't do you do not do mental daggers like um, Spike Lee does? Well, I mean, we all do, I believe. We all do that. <laughs> I you think know. you admitted that. No, we all do. But at the same time, like I say, I don't have a deep down, um, uh, uh, you know, per se, hatred or nothing that when I see it. You know, it's just something I've never done. I've yeah. never dated outside my race, you know, and I don't I don't want that to sound, you know, um, you know, crazy. But I just, you know, I've always liked black women, you know, and and um, that's just how it was for me. And uh, but I do wonder when I see him, what's the what's the, the, the communication barrier like? You know, what's the you know how you know, I mean, I guess the humans, I know that. But I'm just saying, you know, with the cultures being different. You know, um, and then you see these relationships where they get the disrespect in each other races and these relationships and they stay <laughs> in the relationship. Yeah. Hold on, you can't call me a nigga, you know, and you white, you know, you're a white girl, you can't get, and we cool no more. Yeah. That just ain't how it rock, bro. Yeah, man, I, I wonder if um, interracial dating will be an issue in this case. Uh, I don't know, it just, it always um, stands out to me. I remember I was up in um, Victoria, Canada years ago and i was surprised at how many um i guess we we used to call them jungle fevers we don't that word is not used anymore huh? no nah, i know no nah, i haven't heard that in years you know because like you say at the end of the day well you still have to look at statistically though alex you know when you get to talking about the black men you know and i'm hearing a lot of people uh females black women starting to say i'm finna start dating outside my race i'm finna start dating outside my race because the quality of black man that they looking for you know, maybe yeah. they can't find. He's out there, but they just maybe can't find. So they think they want to go outside their race and, and you know try something different. But at the same time, it, it it's not always what you know. It's other obstacles. You know, when it comes to those interracial relationships, you know. And I've never been in one, and um, so I wouldn't technically know. But I can see from the outside looking in that you know, it, you know. But but at the end of the day, man, love is love, though, Alex. You know, you can't stop somebody from loving. The next person, no matter what they are, you know, I see people love that. I got friends that love their dogs more than they love me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, and I've been around 20 years before the dog, you know, so, you know, love is love, bro. You know? Yeah. Some people be treating their dogs like human beings in the house. <laughs> hey, you better stay away from that one, man. <laughs> That's a red flag. If you, uh, look, every woman I've met that, that not only had a dog, but treated their dog like a human being. They even gave their dog human names. I knew this girl, her, her dog's name was Charlie. 
Yeah. I was like, why'd you name your dog Charlie? <laughs> but they they treat them like like a kid, a child, a oh, son. Oh, no doubt, you know? no doubt. I see it already. They got um, uh, what's those carrying cases for them, man? They got all the different shampoos for them, man. They got sweaters, you know. And like I say, the thing about us, I'm not saying this to like you know talk down on nobody. I just haven't had love for a pet like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I haven't felt that type of love before in a pit you know but these people obviously really did you hear about the lady left 33 million dollars to the the trust but it was for the dog whoever was to taking care of the dog was gonna get the money you know what <laughs> i mean and it was crazy bro nah man there's some yeah. of these, hey that's a red flag if you meet a girl that um has a dog that she loves more than humans and the dog has a human name man um get out of there as soon as you can so, like, as soon as you can yeah bro. she's she's undateable yeah. <laughs> i'm just kidding but um Man, this Courtney Clinney case is crazy, man. Um, I'm going to stay on top of it, man. I, yeah, you know, I'm thinking of actually flying out to a couple of these cases, man, that are out of California, man, because I just like to be there in person just to to witness it and, and see the court proceedings because, man, I'm actually fascinated by the, you know, the whole trial process if it goes that far, which, um, you know, we'll see. But um, any last words, FG, before we wrap this up? Uh, We're going to wrap this up. Um he's gonna pose to get on mystical we're oh, gonna you, catch you, you next you, week um let me see here i don't know if we got enough time to get on mystical what do you think hey man you know it's just it's, you want to say you want to speak a little bit about it i mean you know it's just a tragic that the brother going through what he going through but at the end of the day man it seemed like he got he got he got priors i mean it's hard not to you know see and that's the thing about it because the one part i wanted to touch on was this when you in the street or you in life or you at the job or you in anywhere if you have a reputation for doing certain things, that one time you might not do something, people are going to still think you did it. And I'm not saying this 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 is him and his situation, but I know he was convicted back in 03, the sexual assault. He did the six years. In 17, he was arrested again. He did 18 months, and uh, the charges were dropped. And now you back again with another one. It's hard for society to roll with you, bro, <laughs> just based on, you know, you seem like a career you know, a uh, sexual assaulter, you know. But none of these have minors involved, right? No, none of these have yeah. minors involved. But at the end of the day, you know, um, they he looking at a life sentence on this one. Well, let me ask you this. When, when uh, I noticed this when it comes to blacks and sexual offenses, they don't really trip if it's a non-minor sexual offense um, when you get to the prison and when you deal with the politics. Am I right about that? Or can you still be looked at sideways for sexual offenses against adults no nah, the people ain't just really tripping off like that because you know you got so many different dynamics you know what i mean so um sometimes you know a dude be in jail man he been messing with this girl for two years already and she finally called and put a case on him and he and he's in jail you know it's tragic you know but it does happen and you know we really know that what really happened you know if you did assault her that one dude you've been messing with this girl two years you know, so so it, it, no, it's not it's not looked at that about at all when it's an adult. You know, so how how should um how should we look at mystical? Because I I remember his two thousand three case that you just mentioned that he got six years on. Um, I I thought it was crazy that um he he got mad at a girl that worked for him for stealing. A, I think she stole like forty thousand dollars or some mm -hmm. stuff out of the account. And he he made her suck his dick, mm -hmm, basically, right, for stealing my money, right. Get on your knees, and of course she called the police, and mm -hmm, that's, mm -hmm. that was a sexual assault. So okay, he did six years for that. Um, 
that's a lot of time though, right? For forcing the girl to give you a blowjob. Yeah, I mean, shit, especially one that owe you forty thousand dollars. Shit, you know what I mean? She <laughs> yeah. should have, you know what I mean? Some fix that out of court, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, assault is assault. But um, I mean, the one he's in there now, he's being accused of. Uh, he's saying that the girl stole a hundred dollars from him, you know, and um, you know, apparently, you know, he choked her out and did his thing, you know. But um, you know, um, apparently. Um, that's what he's, you know, being charged with, you know, but shit, man, it's a, it's a, it's a delicate process when you're dealing with these women, Alex, for real. No, no doubt. Um, I, I was just listening to this, the news here in LA and I think there's some laws they want to make it in certain States or make it across the nation that it's possible that you could rape your own wife. Like you can get charged with raping your own wife, which is the kind of like uh, what you were saying. It's a delicate situation. You with someone for two years, three years, ten years. How do you get charged for a sexual assault against somebody that you've been with for years? But because of the Me Too movement, they want women and even wives to be able to say no. Well, I believe that if a wife got the option to say no, then I got the option to you know, go uh, 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 put this divorce proceedings in without having to lose <laughs> half every all my shit, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it, your, your Honor, the wife said no, you know, well, okay, Mr. Thorne, you, you should be able to keep all your shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, and that's the thing about, about marriage. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of these dudes and people think they want to be married so bad, but they don't understand. There's other consequences to come with this shit. You know, it's ups and downs. It's hard times. It's good times. It's bad times. You got to work through all that shit. But at the end of the day, you denying the coochie, man, that's going to be a problem in every relationship. Well, I, I think I believe that um, every every Christian, uh, a woman that believes in Christianity, any, any good Christian wife should never say no to their husband. No, no doubt. You know what I mean? And I mean, not even being a Christian, right? You just I mean, be, no, just, just, just in general. Just a wife here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Once you say I do, you know, in those vows, I'll do, you know, I do it. And if it's some certain circumstances or something, you had a surgery, you was, you know, something like that. But yeah. on a regular basis, and it, and it happens more frequently, though, than people think. I know couples that sleep in different beds, you know what I mean, in different rooms, you know what I mean? And uh, and uh, it, it has got to that point. You know, me particularly, like I say, and I tell all my people when it comes to these relationships, man, if you're not happy in this relationship, you got to move on. But at the same time, don't let yourself get so frustrated that you end up assaulting your girlfriend because they do have laws that'll book your ass even when you don't feel like you're wrong. You've been paying all these bills, paying the mortgage, paying the bills, you know, buying the groceries, and she talking about no, you know what I mean? That's that's offensive. Yeah, man, that is um I mean that that's definitely not a happy marriage at all. But um so so if if, if mystical in this situation uh ends up on a prison yard, how do you think he should be treated at this point? in his uh you know in his criminal career and i'm gonna be honest with you man if, if criminal if, if he get caught up on this charge Alec, they gonna give him so much time man that ain't nobody gonna say shit to him you know what i mean they ain't gonna say they gonna look at you like you dumb motherfucker that's how they gonna look at you because that's how i look at him now but i also don't know if drugs play a part in it too i don't know if they was getting high or anything like that you know what i mean i, I did read in some site drugs made have played a part and 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 it you know but at the same time man you when you come on the yard with me with some shit like that some sexual assault some rape shit you know when it's so easy out here to get a woman women out here begging for dudes to come you know do their thing you know and, and you getting caught up 
taking something or being too physical or something like that. I mean, I frown upon it just based on homie. You don't got to do that. It's it's they out here willing and ready. So if you get let your emotions get the best of you to where I don't care if you halfway in it and she say, no, stop, bro, you gotta kinda know that that's what it is. Don't go back and never fuck with her ever again, though. But but you gotta you gotta back up off that, man. That's just how the laws work and you know, you can't let that, you know, take you down. Now, you mentioned that this argument over $100, um, the L.A. Times has reported that Mystical and this girl, they have been in this long-term relationship for years. Wow. So it's kind of crazy you're getting charged for a sexual assault against technically your girl. No doubt. She did have bruises on her, uh, uh, allegedly. Um, she did have bruises. But that's a domestic dispute. That's not a sexual assault. You know what I mean? And like you said, this your girl... He may have action on it, you know that man. And I, I and I hope, I, like I said, I, I hope he do. I don't know the severity if they fought and you know what kind of injuries were sustained. But at the end of the day, man, I don't want to see the brother go out like that. But at the end of the day, you got to refrain from you know putting your hand on these. Well, you're gonna lose almost every time. Yeah, uh, this is a serious case for Mystical because he is also a convicted sex offender from the 2003 case, and that ain't gonna help this 2022 that ain't case. Ain't gonna help. They gonna look. <laughs> they gonna look at you like the rest of us is looking at you. Yeah, bro, you out here taking it, homie. You know what I mean. So and um, and um, you know, but I hate to see him in that situation, man. I like Mystical. I used to bump his music, man, and you know, hopefully he gets some daylight out of this where he can at least get back home one day. All right, man. On that note, man, we got to wrap this episode up. Another episode of Streets and Scholars with FG and Alex Alonso bringing you that fire. F General One on Instagram. Go ahead and hit them up and FG Unleashed on YouTube. We got it. You guys got to hit them up and um, encourage FG to put out some more content, man, because he's got stories and stories to tell. And so if you reach out to him, I'm sure he'll do that. And hit me up, Alex Alonso. 101 on all social media platforms and i got some more content coming on the street tv channel real soon and thanks for listening to another fire episode of streets and scholars <laughs>